0: So here we go. You better buckle up, Monica. And a whole (laughs) new attitude to your afternoon. I want to know what's going on, and I want to know right now. You
1: know, two dudes talking sports. And you two will be awesome.
0: Live from News Talk 1480, WHBC. It's a household name.
1: Who the hell are you? It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great show. Come on, Brian, hit it. Come on, guys. woo Right there. Tonight, the white and gold and leave Sing it, Eric Brooke. Come on! Hard work in town, hard work in team. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> tonight, Are you ready? Cavaliers from the sky. Cleveland Cavalier basketball. The season starts tonight.
0: Turn it up. And make it good. Yeah. <laughs> well, we tonight gotta hear the second one. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, he mentions us. Yeah. He <laughs> yeah! did Cats! say they're gonna get a win tonight in our Giannino's Pizzeria Prop and Parlay Better of the Week. It's time to the <laughs> Bring it all home now The on big With all your might Go tonight the shine <laughs> <other
1: victims>. <laughs> for the man who put the white lines on the highway and your Cleveland Cavaliers. Hey good afternoon and welcome to the Kenny and JT show. 70 degrees in beautiful downtown Canton at the corner of 6th and Market. I'm ready, man. Let's go. Tonight, oh, to tonight.
0: It's the extended version. It is. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Love is in the air. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, not anymore. He's down oh, in Oh, no, that's right. I can't do that one anymore. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. We're ready, Ooh, man.
1: Tip Tell it off, what? baby.
0: Throw that ball up in Brooklyn tonight, 730, right here on HBC. Listen to the Cavaliers and Tim Alcorn calling the action.
1: Shoot it. <laughs> uh, he wouldn't miss that one. No, oh no two three one here come the can shoot it donovan shoot <laughs> it. Look out, pal.
0: oh yeah that's pal. right hey tim alcorn 330 yes. coming up with us today here to preview that game tonight against the brooklyn we got to find out if darian garland darius garland excuse me uh is playing if dino your guy dino wade is yep. playing tonight both are listed as game time uh decisions we know jared allen will not play tonight mm-hmm. with that uh ankle injury so A little shorthanded opening the season, possibly. Who does he think he is? Deshaun Watson? Yeah, how about that officially today? Hey, just Brian, hit it. Kevin Stefanski, let him tell everybody what's happening on Sunday uh, at 4.05 in Seattle. With Deshaun, PJ's going to start this week. Uh, Deshaun's going to focus on his rehab. Uh, I just feel like with what happened in the game, landing on his shoulder, uh, there's residual swelling that's affecting his throwing. I think it's the best thing uh, for him to uh, rest this week and focus on the rehab. And, I, you know, as I've told you guys, I will always uh, make what I think are the best decisions for our football team, for Deshaun, uh, and I feel like this is the best decision uh, for this week. And that's all I have to say about that.
1: Okay, then, more music. Hit it. it. all belongs to kid Dynamite. Go going for our third Good win in a row. I'm going to lose my voice in the first five minutes of the show. Yay! Come on, A.C. P.J. Walker. Good times in Cleveland or Seattle. Keeping your head above water.
0: Making away when you can. Temporary layoffs. Oh. Good times. He's incredible. Now you see me and how you do. Patching and surviving. Good
1: times. Okay, oh.
0: Of balls for
1: that one. See, this is where you screwed up, Ryan. This is oh. where you screw up on that cut right there. You had what a perfect a... opportunity for some Mr. Peepers right there at the end of that. <laughs> oh, Could Jesus. you imagine, Kenny? That's no, where you start no. the show, isn't it? Mr. Peepers. Don't yeah. you? Which one? <laughs> Everybody's Come on hurt. Here, Mango. I'm made. <laughs> I was just getting acupuncture on my hoo ha. This, ba- this is Mr. Peepers. Ha-ba, ha-ba, <laughs> Guaranteed to fix your shoulder, fix yeah. your hamstring. You get a little acupuncture, acupuncture on your hoo ha.
0: It (laughs) cures it all. That's what it does. Oh, my goodness gracious. So, uh, Deshaun Watson's out this week. Hey, at least they told us on Wednesday, right? We didn't have to play this stupid. Is he playing? Is he not playing? What's going on? He's out. He's not playing uh, Sunday. Probably won't even travel with the team, Mm -hmm. I'm guessing, to stay back and and, uh, rehab that shoulder that has some residual swelling. Check on that. Uh, he He is traveling with the team. Oh, yes, Yes, Kevin Stavansky said he will be traveling.
1: With you him. want him to travel. He's still the leader. You want to be a leader. You can't prove mm-hmm. it
0: on the field yet, right? I, I guess. I mean, shouldn't he st- just stay home and no. work on the No, the I shoulder? don't think so.
1: I think he should be there to help, the, help the young
0: quarterbacks.
1: Okay. And he shouldn't be standing on the sideline by himself the way he did Sunday. See, that's what's the weird part about this whole story. He gets injured. Keeps his helmet so you know he's not in concussion protocol. He was the emergency backup, and Stefanski held him out for his own health. Well, now he's not playing. He's probably not going to dress this week. This week, you hope, Dorian Thompson-Robinson is dressed. That's what I couldn't understand, and I think that's the reason why he came out in the second half. He was still in uniform, still had his helmet. Otherwise, he would have switched into street clothes, but if P.J. Walker, Kid Dynamite, would have went down in Indy, would have had to come back and at the least they hand the ball
0: off. I guess okay. I just, I guess he can help maybe with what he sees on the field, you know, to relay messages to PJ Walker or DTR or whoever. But I, I don't know. I, well, that's hey, the reason. If that's serious, just keep him home no, and let him rehab. That's man. the reason
1: there was a problem last week. And I don't know that any other player that's injured ever puts on the headsets. He didn't have a play sheet on him. He didn't have headsets on him. He wasn't, in my opinion, from what I saw. He was standing by himself on the sidelines. I don't know that he sat down on the bench next to P.J. Walker when the Browns were on defense or not. But this week, you better believe, and he better have the headsets on. And at least yeah. look like he's doing something. I mean, even Aaron Rodgers, when he came back, he still helped Zach Wilson. He's gone for the season.
0: I don't think the Desha- I hope Deshaun's not – the longer this lingers, the more it makes you wonder, right? Is this something that is either going to end his season or be linger throughout the season, and therefore he will not be anywhere close to the player he was, uh, you know, before he got hurt against the Tennessee um, Titans? They're week seven. They're
1: six games in. They're four and two. You can afford to drop a couple of games, come back at five hundred, mm. still challenge for postseason. You're probably not going to win the division. If you don't have your best quarterback there, in my opinion, I mean, how can you with with a guy that was playing in the XFL and was on the practice squad a couple of months ago? You don't want that guy leading your team. I don't think he can lead your team. Otherwise, why did we spend a half hour yesterday talking about should they go find somebody in free agency or make a deal for someone? It's going to be interesting to see if they feel that they need
0: another quarterback between now and next Tuesday at the trade deadline. I did the stats on this, JT. The Cleveland Browns quarterbacks combined DTR, PJ Walker, Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. right? Those three combined. So the the team's quarterback production is ranked dead last in mm-hmm. QBR rating, and it's not even close. Right. Sixty one is their quarterback rating. They've thrown four touchdowns and nine mm-hmm. interceptions. Yeah. It's amazing. They are four it and is. two with those stats from those quarterbacks. It is. And it isn't just it?
1: goes to show you that you're winning games with your defense.
0: Yeah. And I mean, they're they're not God winning the
1: battle of the turnovers. They did this past weekend, I think. Yeah, they did. But for the most part, they haven't been turning the ball over. What they've been doing is getting off the field quite a bit, and you get one or two drives. What are they averaging, about 20 points a game, if?
0: Yeah, and thank God, as you mentioned, the defense. And by the way, congratulations, as we project, you know, projected. Miles Garrett, Defensive Player of the Week in the AFC. And for the second week in a row, nice job, you effing nice. kicker. Uh, Dustin Hopkins gets AFC yeah. Special Teams Player of the yeah. Week, second week in a row. And they've needed all of those field goals for so them.
1: So you go out to Seattle, you come back, and you've got uh, the Cardinals. And the best thing about it is, forget I mean, I, this isn't a loser's mentality when I look at this schedule. I'm t- trying to play the schedule game, but I, I have to have my best players available. And let's remember this as well. Quarterback rating for the Cleveland Browns probably a little bit lower because your best player on offense is out too, and that's Nick Chubb. And you don't have your starting right tackle either. So the more you look at this schedule and you want to play the schedule game, not that yeah. you're willing to drop one. I think they were willing to drop the indie game, to be honest with you. Hmm. The way they okay. played... It looked as though the defense wasn't playing lights out. I think they were willing to drop one right there. Because had he been available, maybe you do take a chance and let Deshaun Watson continue to play. But hey, you know what? Let's just go ahead and make sure that we're looking out for your best interests, is what they told us. Correct. But at the same time, if you truly want to win every game, didn't you want to try to win it with your best player? It isn't a 70%. Deshaun Watson better than a 100% P.J. Walker? Maybe the answer is no.
0: Right. And and we've maybe... um, Overvalue? Yeah, and and say he's that good at 70% of him is better than P.J. Well, not if he keeps throwing the ball into the dirt or into the grass uh, and it nosedives every time he throws. Uh, So, hey, P.J. Walker not going to make a ton of plays, but if your defense can play the way it has to this point and keep you in games, uh, kick field goals... You win ugly, man. You win 20 to 17 games, 14 to 10 games, uh, you know, 15 to 12 games. That's how you're going to have to do it. I don't know what I've
1: seen from P.J. Walker other than maybe two or three plays where it really gives me the confidence that he can beat a team. One drive or two, maybe, maybe one good pass or another, unless they know for a fact and they're going to design the offensive game plan around his skill set which yeah. I don't think they had any intentions of playing him last week. And this is the problem with Stefanski. When Deshaun Watson was out, the, play, the game plan, to me, resembled the same way it was when Watson started the game. You've got a guy that's not as tall in stature, probably doesn't have as powerful of an arm, whether he's accurate or not, In P.J. Walker, you didn't do him any favors when he had to play the rest of the game
0: and make the offense any easier. I don't think. Yeah, so the, this, uh, the best thing about this is we can end the speculation about who's going to be the quarterback on Sunday, right? Now, the focal point, and, and it's smart. Well, Stefanski it doesn't is. have to answer those questions, right? Watson doesn't have to answer those questions. P.J. Walker doesn't have to uh, you know, answer, hey, are you getting all the first team reps? No. Are you getting, no. It's settled. He's the starter. DTR is the backup. Watson will be there for support uh, on mm. the sidelines. Work on your game plan.
1: That's all you got to do now. You know what you're you're left with. You've got P.J. Walker as your starting quarterback. Work on your game plan.
0: How are you going to beat Seattle? Take his strengths, right? Incorporate them into the game plan. Different than from what Deshaun Watson uh, and his strengths would be. Although the offenses are supposed to be similar because that's why they brought Walker in. Because he has similar traits. But still, find out, okay, what has he done well so far? What plays have worked with him? Where is he the most mm-hmm. comfortable? Is it rolling right? Is it rolling left? Right. Not as a drop back passer, right? Find those plays that he's most comfortable with and stick to those. Mm-hmm. But here's the other thing, too. You mentioned the, you know, the quarterback rating took a hit because Nick Chubb is out. Well, guess who else is out? Jerome Ford, high mm-hmm. ankle sprain, will not play this week, probably next week. He's going to be out for a few games. And Kareem Hunt is playing banged up mm-hmm. so you may be looking at, at a heavy dose of pierre strong and some sprinkling not of the infield but of kareem hunt uh mm-hmm. here and there for the browns offense
1: yeah seahawks signed a defensive lineman today too from the kansas city chiefs i guess he was on a practice squad or something i don't know who he is Is a cleveland kid he was born in cleveland i don't even know the guy's name but they end up making a deal because one of their best defensive linemen is out is it frank clark, clark?
0: frank well, clark, clark. Is- is it Clark?
1: Yes. Defensive end Frank was... Clark is okay. going back to Seattle.
0: I thought he was with the 49ers, or am I thinking that's a He was with game?
1: Kansas City.
0: Oh, that's who it was. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, and uh, boy, they could use him. But um, Well, the uh... thing is this. You sign a guy on Wednesday, does he play on
1: Sunday? I don't know.
0: Well, it depends if he knows your system,
1: right? If he should. He was there before. He played four okay. seasons at Kansas City played in three Super Bowls, wins two, released no. by the Chiefs, and signed with uh, the Denver Broncos, and now he was a free agent. So, again, it takes you back to the same things that we said about Kareem Hunt and anyone else that's a free agent. They're a free agent. Why? For a reason, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, well, there's a couple of reasons. Either A, they're not very good, or B, it's a salary dump, right? You're You're having a crappy year, which the Broncos are. And so you're trying to save salary. So, you know what? Cut this guy, and I don't have to pay him the rest of what we owe him uh, this year. Something like that. His production obviously
1: has dropped off. He's probably not as young as he used to be, but they need help. Maybe he helps. And let's remember this, too. There's been a lot of guys that have been left from the Browns roster that end up having success elsewhere. So it's a sum of all parts. Maybe you're better in a system like Seattle's than you were, and maybe that's one of the reasons you're a free agent. Like you said, it might just be a
0: dollar sign, too. So that's the uh, the latest with the Browns, Cavaliers tipping off their season uh, tonight. And there's still talk out there about Michigan and Jim yeah. Harbaugh and the sign stealing. And who'd you track down well, to get us a- at 430? We're going
1: to get into all this. We're going to talk to Steve Hellwagon first from Bucknuts.com. And I've got a lot of people that have been texting me all day long from the Columbus area. And it is huge news down there. As we yeah. kind of scoffed at it, we actually had a phone call on this yesterday. We really hadn't dove into it too deep to see what the sign stealing and everything else was. But this thing goes deeper and deeper and deeper, and now there's more and more evidence that starts to keep coming out, and we know a couple of things, and you made the greatest comment of all. Once Uh-oh. it gets to Vegas, it might push the NCAA a little bit more, and we're going to see how this thing ends up. We don't know much about it, but we do know this. Kirk Barton has a podcast in Columbus, and it's on com. and you just go down through podcasts, and man, I'm telling you, I watched this thing today and I've seen Kirk a couple of times and he knows a little bit about sign stealing. Read between the lines, go back and read up on it. Kirk Barton played his high school football at Perry, was a Buckeye, spent a few seasons in the NFL, now has a really good podcast. In fact, they've made a couple of really bold predictions so far this year. One was Ohio State would beat Penn State handily, which I be, I feel they did, you don't, but that's right. beside the point. And another was, you know, I believe they picked Ohio State to beat Notre Dame as well. Uh, It's very interesting. Kirk will join us today at 4.30. We didn't know whether or not we were going to be able to get him today or tomorrow. He texted me about an hour ago. And this is going to be really interesting. That's a must-listen to. We will then eventually podcast the interview. You'll be able to check it out at WHBC.com. Kenny and JT show page.
0: And this is, uh, you know, pertaining to your guy, Connor Stallions, right? Your guy. Yeah, he's your guy. You love his name. Connor Stallions. uh, And uh, allegedly uh, helping Michigan cheat by doing uh, illegal things, uh, video recording uh, signs from both sidelines from the stands. Here's what's really
1: weird, too, and I didn't really realize this because when I was coaching even at the junior high level, part of our job was to go scout for the high schools. Back then, we had two. We had Timken and McKinley. So every weekend, we would have to go to one school, and we would have to scout for either McKinley or Timken. And then the other coaches from Sowers or Crenshaw or Hartford would get the other games. It's illegal in college football. There is no scouting at games, which I find really weird because everybody pretty much knows what the other opponent's going to run anyway. But when you have a better idea during the play, and you called it during, it's not just knowing the offensive signals, it's knowing the defensive right. signals too. And it makes your job that much easier. He'll break it down for us and tell us what it really means and what might happen. A lot of people think, Harbaugh, get this. I've heard this all day. What? A lot of people think that Harbaugh may have coached his last game already at Michigan.
0: Wow. Wow. <laughs> I don't know about that just yet. Uh, I don't think they're going to fire him before this weekend's games, but there is a case, at least online, that looks like uh, people are building against Michigan and who is in control of the Michigan football program, right? It's Jim Harbaugh. What do you you hear? It's about lack of institutional control, and he's the one that would be hit with that.
1: Here's the bigger problem. If they do release Harbaugh, And he knew about the cheating scandal. Let's say, I mean, how do you not know? And when you see the videos, and you can look up anywhere online and see what the videos look like, and a defensive coordinator standing by a guy that we don't even know what his job title is. And they know what the Buckeyes are going to run. And they did other games as well. Problem is this. If you relieve Harbaugh of his duties, who do you elevate? It's going to be an assistant. Wouldn't that assistant be just as guilty as the head coach? I don't know what you do.
0: Yeah, I and I, I, that's why I don't think anything's happening this week. Because yes, the Big Ten is investigating, the NCAA is investigating. They have to have mm-hmm. um, clear and one hundred percent, you know, proof that this was done and was condoned right. by Jim right. Harbaugh before they can. You fire have him. to
1: have a conclusion to if they're going to perform an investigation, but. What trumps an investigation? University of Michigan, that's who. And if the University of Michigan hands down a a verdict that says, look, man, and, and let's face it, we've seen this time and time before. We know that a lot of times the administrative side and the athletic side don't see eye to eye, and I would not be shocked if Michigan doesn't hand down the suspension themselves. And remember this as well. In a team that's playing extremely well and finally wins, two back-to-back Big Ten titles, and then makes their way into the playoffs last year. Why would a guy want to entertain a chance of maybe going to the NFL last year? he turned down the Denver job? Somebody else asked him. Somebody got him on the phone. Why would you even consider that if you knew you were coming back, going to be highly ranked, and a chance to play for a national title? Smoke and fire, my friend.
0: Well... (laughs) Pete Carroll jumped ship, right, when all the stuff hit the fan at USC, and that was a smart move on his part. That's my point, yes. Yeah. So, you know, maybe there is something to that. Um, You're right. They came out of nowhere all of a sudden. They had that year off with, with, uh, you know, uh, the COVID situation where they didn't have enough players, allegedly, to play Ohio State. So maybe they used that time along. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, all these signals – uh, that they supposedly are stealing signs and signals, mm-hmm. um, and, and now they're you know back-to-back Big Ten champs out of nowhere.
1: We're going to speak to uh, Steve Hellwagon at 4 o'clock. And you'll recall a couple of years ago he said the reason that Ohio State is so heavily favored over Michigan is the fact that we've got so many more four- and five-star recruits. But yet that Michigan team goes from, and I've heard this, these aren't my terms, this is what I'm hearing, this Michigan team goes from dodging you in the 2020 season during the pandemic yeah. to dominating you. Yeah. What changed?
0: Right. In that short period of time. Yes. They knew and your playbook,
1: so, maybe? I don't know.
0: Yeah, a, just like with the Astros. If you know a curveball is coming instead of a fastball, right, uh, you're, you're going to sit there and you, you know uh, you, you, you have time to react and you can drive a, a slower pitch, a curveball like that, yeah. uh, in the alley or out of the ballpark. So if you know a pass is coming instead of a run uh, with the Buckeyes offense, you can adjust your defense. And if you know on offense what the Buckeyes defense is doing and maybe the coverage they're in, then when they have zero coverage, you can take a shot trying to make a big play, you know, right?
1: The only difference is they didn't have any trash cans on those sidelines that we know of. They had those ugly helmets, though. Uh, But what we will do is we'll get a break in right here. We come back. Tim Alcorn will join us from Brooklyn. Pow! Next on the Kenny and JT show.